This is Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment on WMAY. I'm your host, Kevin Hart, and this is the State of the Arts segment. We talk about the arts going on here locally and around the world. Talking once again with Gus Gordon. How are you doing, Gus? I'm great, Kevin. How are you? Happy New Year. I'm happy New Year. I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> all things considered, doing, uh, doing all right. Um, there's a lot going on, so yeah, uh, we're all, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're all like, we're all making it through. What's up? Shell shocked, maybe. Uh, so, uh, may, may, maybe, but you know, we can. Uh, well, we got we got some uh, we got some arts to keep us entertained, keep right. us uh, keep the laughs and high spirits going. So, um, so we have um, actually uh, coming up this weekend, we have a show that is being done by a, a lot of local artists, uh, poets. Uh, music, uh, poetry, music, everything. It's uh, the 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 group is called the Creators of Arts, Music, and Poetry. They are um, I found out them through the uh, Springfield Area Arts Council, and they're putting on a live show for free this Saturday at six o'clock. And they're going to be doing uh, showcasing all sorts of poetry, music, all local. Um, and it is going to be is great. I had no idea. You know, I'm, I feel bad. I had no idea this. Uh, they're they're fairly new. I didn't know they existed, but it is really cool that they are putting this together. So that'll be something to see. Is there a website we can go to to look about that to check out? Yeah. It, you know, yes. Well, they, you can actually go. They have a Facebook page. Um, it's just you if you search camp. Uh, I think it's just camp dash creators of music, arts, and poetry, and it comes up. Arts, music, and poetry, rather. So it sells out camp. And then uh, YouTube as well. They have the YouTube page and Instagram. And their show's there for free. The The show they did in uh, December is there to watch. And they are doing one this month um, of an indie theme. And then they'll be uh, working through some more things. Because a, a lot of those, you know, much much like you know, theater and a lot of other things, a lot of the local artists in this community, you know, all those live performances that they would do weekends, weeknights at different venues. I mean, they have not had, you know, you know, they have about as little work as, uh, you know, anybody. So it's, it's, you know, they need all the help they can get. And there's of course donations you can make during the show. So that'll be something to look at. Well, I will check that out most definitely. Yes, absolutely. And um, also uh, with the Hoagland, this is now, although many shows uh, that have been streamed throughout this, uh, throughout the area are, uh, you can't watch them anymore as the streams have expired. Uh, the first show that was done here streaming that was done here at the Hoagland um, or over the Hoagland, the, um, how am I? How am, I, how am I not thinking of this? Songs for a New World. How am I not thinking of the name of that? But I know it's going to, until the 10th is when you can uh, you can watch it still until the 10th. Right. If you have not watched it or you just want to watch it again, you can still watch it through Show Ticks for You. That's right. Uh, we, we show it through the 10th. Um, you know, it, it's kind of, it trickled off at first, but every now and then I see another few people. Oh my gosh, you can see all the stuff I have. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that. <laughs> it's all right. Ceramic. Um, yeah, I have a lot of work that I've been doing here at home. Um, and we haven't taken the Christmas tree down yet, but we'll get to that. Um, hey, it's fine. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, we have, we've seen more people after the holidays, you know, buy a ticket for that show. So that's been kind of cool. And uh, it's still available for a few more days. And if people have run out of things to watch, um, we, we encourage them to, to tune in and check it out. 
Yes, absolutely should because uh, it's very talented cast, a great production, great way to support the arts still for a couple of days. Although you can support the arts anytime you want, but um, uh, this would be a great way to do it if you haven't seen the show or again you want to watch it again because it was a pretty good show. Um, and yeah, and, um, new things for the new year. Um, and we're going to try to do some very small scale things. One of the first ones we have lined up, um, not necessarily chronologically, but we've been planning this one, is a show called uh, Becoming Dr. Ruth. We did it a couple of years ago. Felicia Coulter portrayed oh, yeah. Dr. Ruth Westheimer. It's a mm -hmm. one-person show, and she's uh, talking about her life. Um, she had quite an interesting background besides being a sex therapist. Uh, mm -hmm. she, I, I, as I remember, she had been an Israeli sniper at one time. Mm -hmm. which is hard to believe, but it's it's a fascinating show. Felicia is wonderful, and we figured that was a perfect show to bring back because she still has it memorized, and it's one person, so we won't have any problem with contamination or people, you know, getting too close to one another. So we're looking forward to that very much, and we'll be uh, taping that probably in early March and then broadcasting it, streaming it in March as well. Wonderful. That's something to look out for. Keep in the back of your mind there because you guys are going to want to watch that because uh, Felicia's great. Um, I, I don't know if I saw Becoming Dr. Ruth, but I've seen her in a couple things here and she is she is really good. And I'm sure that's going to be a wonderful show. And I, I, I'm i sure you can you can attest to the show. I haven't seen it, but that it was a very good show, right? It was. It really was. And she um, it's tough to hold a stage all by yourself for several, you know, an hour and a half or so. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Felicia can do it. We're also planning to um, to reboot the last five years with Damian Kaplan and Mary Kate Smith. Nice. Again, it's a two person show. It's very easy to put together in a pandemic. Um, the the two actors don't you know they don't interact except for one moment, and we're trying to think of ways we can you know work around that by you know doing a split screen or something like that to keep them both safe. We we were hoping to take that in early January, but this is not a good time to be out and doing things like that right now. After the holidays, we're still waiting to see what's going on, and we still have the Tier 3 mitigations in place. So we're hoping to put that together early in the year. And also, I've been talking mm -hmm. with Akhani Vigas about putting together a Valentine's show featuring oh, nice. local divas uh, in town, you know, the, the fine ladies of song. Uh, that we have in central Illinois and put together a kind of a cabaret act that we would stream. So we have several things on the burners as we um, wrap up to 2020 and get geared up for 2021. Yeah, that sounds great. That's yeah, that is something to look out for. So make sure you guys uh see because that that'll be coming soon. And um and yeah, last five years again that with that uh that cast uh the D Damien and MK those are those were a great. I mean. A great show that was. So that'll be great to see that yeah. again. So. They really are. And they yeah. did a super job with that show. It's just, yeah. it's really emotional. It's written by um, Jason Robert Brown, of course, who wrote songs for New World. And it's, it's that's what we originally wanted to do. Uh, that's yeah. what we originally planned to do, but it wasn't available um, right off the bat to, to be streamed. And now it is. So we figured, well, let's do it. And we can have some new content. I've really enjoyed these virtual productions. I've been working with uh, you, of course, and yes, Ryan, Green, Jeremy Geckner, Brett Rutherford, um, putting these shows together. And uh, they're a great technical team. And you're a great technical team. And it's, it's been fun to do. 
So we, we look forward to some new experiences. And as I mentioned before, I can expect this kind of thing mm-hmm. will continue on in some form. Um, John Paris and I have talked about the possibility of a show called Red, which is, I'm, I'm not all that familiar with it, but I know it's about a painter. And one of the, and Alfred Molina starred in it, I believe on Broadway. And one of the, the bits oh, nice. in the show is the actor is actually painting and he's a very aggressive painter. And my, my big problem with performing it at the Hoagland was the paint because yeah. it was everywhere. And, you know, we, we got to take care of the stage and the curtains. But with this downtime in the pandemic, and if we're not dealing with an audience, we're thinking that might be a good show to finally do. And, and John's been working on that for years. Um, so th- that's something we're in, in conversation about that I hope we can pull off. Um, and we can do it in such a way where we don't ruin all our building. Yeah. Yeah, you can film it in a separate, you can film that scene in a separate uh, area and just do it. I mean, yeah, you could. We could. Do all, yeah. um, that's a good idea. Um, there are a couple of shows that we've always thought would be fun to do. Evil Dead, the musical, is another. Oh, yeah. Blood goes everywhere. <laughs> and that's part of the fun. But, you know, the red dye gets in the carpet and it doesn't come out. So no, 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 it doesn't. And um, things that we've thought would be fun to do, but uh, we haven't worked out how we would do them. Right. Well, yeah. So, I mean, this is a, uh, this is a new, I mean, and who, I mean, going forward, this could be a new way to do some productions is like, this is how we're going to, you know, do them. They could even be, I know that uh, spirit of Lincoln was planning this, but there are productions you could film and you could show them in the theater. Um, so that, I mean, there's all sorts of things that can go on and with that. So. I've heard a lot of people say with, um, with church services, for example, and, and Sheila Walk told me this about First Night, some of the response she had was, this was great. I could watch First Night in the comfort of my own home without getting out on New Year's Eve and worrying about, you know, drunk drivers or the cold and the snow and the ice. Um, a lot of people say that about church, that they're watching, you know, church services more frequently from the comfort of their own home. And yeah. I, I think there's something there. Um, yeah. Never replace the live experience, but it could certainly accentuate it or offer an alternative for those who are not able to get out. And um, yeah. I think a lot of nursing homes and retirement homes would appreciate something like that, where they could watch a local show where they maybe couldn't get a big bus put together. So, you know, we'll, we'll figure this out as we go along, but there are lots of applications, I think, going forward. I think so, yeah. I mean, and that can be. You know, there can be a pre-recorded um, version that streams after the show's done, or there could be a, um, this is maybe a little more ambitious, but you could put a camera, just like one camera hooked into the soundboard that's live streaming. I mean, you could do a whole lot of sort of different things with that. Right. So it, I, it really I, depends on the rights. Um, yeah. some, some shows, you're only allowed to do it that way. You're only allowed to stream it the night of the performance. And mm. so we haven't had any performances. There are certain shows we haven't been able to do. Um, so this, the live to tape or scheduled content as they call it, um, right. that's been, that's been the most workable thing. And then video on demand, you know, has its pluses and minuses. It gives people the convenience to watch whenever they want. One of the downsides, and maybe this is an advertising thing and we just have to work better on advertising, but yeah. if people have an extended period to watch something, there's a tendency to say, oh, I'll watch it later. Right. All of a sudden, it's it's over, and they forgot yep. 
end date and they missed it. So, yeah. um, you know, we're, we're still figuring this all out. Right. And I don't and, know the right answer either. Yeah. We're, we're all figuring it out, uh, you know, as we go along. So we'll, we will get there, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's, you know, it really is, uh, really is a whole new world with streaming. I mean, I think it's really gonna, like you said, it's really gonna accentuate the, uh, the theater going experience. Um, not like replacing it. It's just gonna say, this is a, a more, a way to get more people watching and involved. I think that's going to be great. Yeah. And I, I, I'm doing an article right now. I'm writing it today for Springfield State magazine. Um, mm-hmm. And we're talking about how groups handled the end of year holiday shows. And so yeah. I've talked to Cynthia Higginson with Theater Center and um, with Trevor Orthman with the Illinois Symphony Orchestra and uh, Julie Ratz with the Ballet Company and Sheila Walk with First Night and Carly Shank with UIS Performing Arts Center about how they went about providing their, you know, you know, the holiday shows, Nutcracker, the holiday pop, mm-hmm. dual piano. Those are traditions now in the area that we do every year. Uh, people are used to watching them. And so we're doing an article on, on how people worked around the pandemic to still provide these things to people. And we talk about the different experiences they had with the streaming. And by and large, everyone, you know, had a, a positive experience, the response they received from their different audiences. And we don't all have the same audience, obviously, but it was very positive. And uh, in Sheila's case, that was also shown in Monterey, California, and St. Petersburg, Florida. And so they had thousands of views from people not only in central Illinois, but around the country. Yeah. And that, that man, that's great. It really is. So, yeah, that's awesome. Right. And let us, uh, let us know when it's done. We'll be able to, you know, give it, give it a read and everything. I mean, that's really great. Yeah. yeah we'll do. All right. And there's a couple of things um, that I, I know you, you talked to me uh, a, a little bit about here. There are some, there are still some musical adaptations of movies that are coming out uh, right. that are, some are being worked on. Um, we also touched briefly on Ratatouille uh, last week. The, the live stream musical, it's raised over a million dollars for the Actors Fund, which is pretty good. I, um, I didn't get a chance to watch it. I don't mean either. Horrible to watch still. But from the people I heard about, a lot of our theater friends on Facebook were saying, man, that was great. That was fun. So it'll be interesting to see if something like this that was created by fans on TikTok uh, will have a future in a stage production or what the future will hold for it. I think so. I think as um, as uh, as popular as it was and um, with uh, everybody that was involved with it, I think that it we could see it come to this stage at some point. So I yep. think it's something to definitely look out for. Um, the The movie version of Into the Heights is coming out in June, right. uh, apparently. Um, West Side Story is still slated to come out um, the the 10th of December. My favorite musical. I'll tell the records right up there. With, and I, th- uh, I think <laughs> Tony and Maria running. It's What's up? finished film. They fin- they've, this past year. Yeah, they finished it. It's, um, I believe it's... They might be. I mean, they have some time. I'm. I'm sure there's probably might be tweaking it a little bit. But yeah, that movie's done. I believe completely. So, you just gotta. Dist- I mean, I'm sure they're waiting. I noticed that the uh, the TCM is doing their big screen classics, and the original West Side Story is also being re released around the same time. So I wonder if they're doing like a. Huh. Um, yeah, so they they're bringing the original West Side Story back to the theater, which is I love that movie. So I'm going to be watching it. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting for people to be able to compare the two. 
Oh yeah, that's and I will be, I will be doing that. I'll be, I'll be comparing all of them together, and they have the stage version, and everything. So that'll be interesting to see. You know, I'm um, those Fathom events at uh, AMC, where you yeah. can go and watch, you know, a classic movie on the big screen again. So many, you know, my wife and I went to see Singing in the Rain when they did that a couple of years ago for one of the big anniversaries, and it's yeah. really neat after watching it on your home screen for so many years. It's fun to go and watch some of those classic movies on the big screen once again. Yeah. I, you know, some of the movies, of course, I never would have been able to see in the theaters, like North by Northwest was one of them. Vertigo. You're 10 years Uh, old. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah. I missed, see, I missed the Dr. No when they re-released that because um, that was when I was, um, I mean, still a huge James Bond fan, but um, the only showing was in St. Louis and, I was 17 at the time. I was like, I'm not going to drive to St. Louis. So, but uh, yeah, all, always a back to the future. I got to see in the theater. I mean, it was great. So yeah. it's, it's so cool. So yeah, West Side Story is coming out. Uh, I, 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 that might be the only musical that's coming out this, uh, this time, but the, it's always something to look out for. Cause I always have some musicals. And then I know it, it said that Dear Evan Hansen and Tick, Tick, Boom, the musical, yeah. the movie versions of those are in post production right now, so they're working on them, finishing them up. Yeah, well, you know, I, it's amazing. You watch some uh, network television or, or or some of the streaming services. There has been so much unexpected new product created. It, it's okay. Crazy. I, my wife and I were watching This Is Us the other night, and they're they're actually setting it during the pandemic, so they're wearing masks and talking about bubbles and all of that stuff. Um, I, I think now with the situation in California, however, a lot of the shows that had gone back into the studio, like Jimmy Kimmel and James Corden, they're going back to remote uh, just because it's it's so desperate in California right now. I, I think they're, they're saying just don't go outside. Yeah. You're at risk. And uh, one out of every five people, I, I think I read somewhere, uh, is at risk for contracting COVID. So... Yeah, it's they they've had slow production down a bit after they opened it up again and we're we're getting a lot of work done. Yeah. So I'm sure there's plenty of things that it shows, movies that they're able to they have some episodes or uh productions to ride out for a while. Yeah, but I mean they're gonna it is gonna be a while. Get some productions are definitely gonna be slowed down even just from having to stay uh in quarantine. So, well, so that'll be a season for many shows. They might not have their full number of episodes just because of this, but to, to have any new content is really kind of mind blowing, and it's really kind of cool. Yeah, so it's good to see all that. But this this weekend, if you want to watch some things, you want to uh, watch some local theater, some local productions. Of course, you can watch until the tenth. Songs for a New World, the Hoagland production from August, which is still streaming until this Sunday. You can also watch live on uh, Camp's Facebook page. That's the creators of Arts, Music, and Poetry. Their live show is at 6 o'clock. Um, that will be... And they are also uh, they also said they're recording a couple of things, so they might have some new things this month or maybe at the beginning of next month as well. We will see. But those are the shows this weekend that you'll be able to watch. Gus, thank you so much once again for joining me. We'll do this again soon. All right, Kevin, thanks. Thank you. It is Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment on WMAY.